But I think that when it comes to messes and clutter, we have to sort of start to stop. So this is something that I've noticed for myself. Like I'll put something down and I'll, I'll come back to it. And I say, no, no, no. Like it's, I've recognized this as one of those, those lies I tell myself. And I'm always like, well, that took me all 30 seconds to just deal with. And so much of the clutter that I think builds up around us is our tasks that could be done in 30 second increments if we did it as we go. And so how can we cue ourselves to remind ourselves to do this stuff as we go, but then also increase or add our why cue, you know, that the why behind even when I don't feel like doing it right now, even when I'm tired of my executive functions are at like zero, add the why cue reminder for why it's going to be beneficial, why it's going to be helpful to take the 30 seconds to put away this one thing. ADHD Rewired episode 275. This is the podcast for those of us with really good intentions and a slightly wandering attention. I'm Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker by training and a coach by design. I'm your host and I have ADHD. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community. We are wired for connection and you are not alone. Go to ADHDrewired.com to learn how you can join us in our free secret Facebook group. Get additional resources for every episode, including links to any resources we we mentioned on today's show. You can support us on Patreon, sign up for our email newsletter, you can request podcast postcards to distribute to your clients and support groups, and you can learn all about our intensive online video-based coaching and accountability groups. You can do all of this at our website, ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. We have another mastermind session today, and we have uh, returning to the hot seat again, we have Marisol. Hi, Marisol. Hello. And we also have uh, with us today, we have Will Curb. Hello. The host of the podcast that is still trying to figure out her name. We're close, though. We're close. And we have Carl. Hi, Carl. Hello. And uh, behind me... In my office here is Kim. Hello. All right. And if you want to see, uh, your, Carl, you're just pointing to uh, my, my desktop. We're over here on this screen. So uh, we, we're all here. Kim and I are in the same room together. Uh, and if you want to see, uh, see us, go uh, become a patron. Cool. We're going to be posting this on, uh, on Patreon. And uh, well, this will be available to members at the $5 a month level. So uh, enough of the uh, shameless self-promotion. Let's get into your mastermind, Marisol. So why don't you uh, give us an overview of uh, what it is that we can help you with? So the topic I wanted to mastermind um, was basically cleaning up my house. Um, it's kind of the usual kids come home with school papers and that kind of thing. It, they pile up. Um, I remember one time, uh, I'm not sure if it was on your podcast or I read it somewhere, but that, um, that clutter is basically, um, decisions that are put off. Yeah. So, um, and I, that resonated totally with me because that's exactly what it is. I'm like, Oh, I have these papers. I don't know where to put them. You know, they're just going to end up here and I'll deal with it later, but later never comes because something else always comes up. And so things just kind of keep piling up and piling up. And, um, and I've tried doing clutter challenges and stuff like that. And they just kind of pass me by. And so in other words, um, I have the usual stuff that everybody has. There's a bunch of clutter everywhere. There's a bunch of stuff I need to get rid of. And I try to do it and it never seems to get done. 
And so I need to do something about it. And I need to get my family in on it because when I try to do something about it, it's just me. And that can't keep going on. There's not enough of me. So that's it. Okay. You said that you, you never get it done. I wouldn't say never. Um, Cause when surely when people are coming over, then it's the massive, you know, marathon cleaning. And, um, and then you're exhausted after two days of like trying to clean the whole house and my family's unhappy. I'm unhappy. And then we have to pretend to be happy when people come over. Um, so no, it does get done, but I don't want that anymore. I want it to be a regular routine and something that my family is part of so that my kids learn the responsibility of trying to keep their rooms clean and, you know, how to clean and stuff like that. So it needs to be more regular. Okay. Um, let's start with questions for clarification, if anyone has. Uh, one thing that uh, popped into my head um, while I was reading through your mastermind, and I'm going to start this off with a little bit of a story to explain how this question works. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was listening to uh, Dax Shepard's podcast, and he was talking about how there was a tree that fell down on his backyard, and he's like, I need a chainsaw to cut this down. I don't have a chainsaw. That makes me less of a man. He's like, and this was the stupidest thought I've ever had. But it's so true that we have these things that we identify with. And he's like, and my wife really identifies as a homemaker because that's more of a woman's role. And I was wondering if that was something where that's kind of true in your case, where it's like this, I, you feel like you're not reaching society's thing because, oh, my house is messy. People are judging me. And was that like a big part of that for you? Um. It is. I was going to say there's, there's, it kind of goes in and out. Like I, I'm fully conscious and aware that, you know, society expects, even though I work full time, I have a full time job, but you know, it still falls on me a lot to clean up the house or to cook or whatever and that kind of thing. So there's part times when I'm like, Oh yes, you know, I feel like I need to fulfill society's roles and that kind of thing. But, um, but even though I'm very aware of that, I, I own it anyway. Yes. Basically, most of cleaning up the house is falling to me because I'm the mom kind of thing. So yeah, there is a little bit of that. Like, yeah, it bothers me. If somebody's going to, people don't, I don't invite people into my house too much because I just don't want them to see all the crap. Again, it's not horrible. It's not like we have trails running through the house or anything, but it is embarrassing. Like to have people come over and there's like, you know, junk in my kitchen and on the dining room and all that kind of business. So yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, so Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand. My wife's like, I don't really want to have play dates at her house because then I have to clean. Yes. And I hate that because I kind of do the same thing that, you know, maybe I haven't quite told my daughter to invite people over as much because like, oh, we got the toy room looks like crap. And, you know, half the time they're not going to care. But yeah. Kim forgot to yeah. silence his phone. <laughs> Kim. So, yes, that is that is part of it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And even if you do know about it, it doesn't mean it's like, oh, well, now I know these, th I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's just something, yeah. if you're aware of it, then it might, it's a little easier to deal with sometimes too. Yeah. Heavy, yeah. Let me ask you this. So part of what you're trying to figure out too, is how to get your family involved in this. Yes. Um, what have you tried in that regard? Um, so we've tried, um, we've tried chore charts. Um, we've tried, you know, this whole thing of like, Hey, you know, the kids can earn money by doing chores. And like, I've gone so far as like, okay, making your bed is 50 cents or whatever. You know, we've tried chore charts, we've tried star charts, we've, 
you know, done clothes pit, like every kind Did of torture. Did that work for any period of time? Mm, a week. Okay. <laughs> so it worked for a week? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. It, and the thing is, it's gotten so bad that like, like my oldest daughter knows if I try to implement something, she's like, yeah, this will go away in about a week. So mm. yeah. She got your number. All right. Yeah. Okay. So when we think about sort of the, the, um, what, what's, what's the, 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 what's the thing in economics called where it's like the, the delayed result of, Delayed gratification. No, there's a there's a word that my brain just was telling me right now. I should move on because it's not going to come to me. Um, so um, you may all right. So you may lose weight by exercising. It's not going to happen right away, though. It's the the the. the, the um, it is delayed gratification. <laughs> no, there's a, 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 a term. Effect accumulative effect. Is that like diminishing returns? That's different. No, I know where you're going with this. So clutter is the result mm-hmm. of not cleaning up as you go, right? It's, okay. it's the result yeah. of saying, yeah, I'll, I'll do that dish later. I'll put that away later, yeah. right? Yeah. So there, there's sort of two components of this. There's the, all right, how do we dig ourselves out of the hole of, of clutter? But then mm-hmm. how do we maintain it so we're not constantly having to dig ourselves out of this yeah. hole? Yeah. Okay. And you want to get your family involved, right? And how old are your kids? They are 10 and 6. Okay, 10 and 6. And what what can each of them do? They can. I was going to say they can act. And that's the thing I tell myself. They can do a lot. Okay. Um, in fact, I have been successful. I'm very proud of this. I have been successful in getting them to clean their bathroom. Now, the thing is, I need to like have a calendar out and say, okay, this weekend you are cleaning the bathroom kind of thing. But I have like, I made a list like, this is how you clean a bathroom. So, you know, first put away all the things in the drawers and then, you know, take the sponge, wet it down, blah, blah, blah. So I put all the steps together and we've actually done it enough that when I tell them, guys, we need to clean the bathroom, they generally know what to do. Is it done perfectly? No. But is it done? Yes. So that's been a big win for me. And so I That's great. clearly need to do that. Yeah. I'm so, so where excited. else can you, where else can you apply that? Um, well, honestly, I could apply that pretty much everywhere. And so that's the thing is, is I have these grand ideas like, okay, well we did this in the bathroom. So let me do that for say um, the living room, okay. in the living room. So each night at such and such time, we're going to pick up whatever toys are around, you know, everybody pick up toys, take them to the toy room. And so the things we've done that, and um, and they know that if we're cleaning up for company and stuff like that, and we like, okay, guys, we got to pick up the living room, and everybody groans. Um, but generally, I'm like, come on, you know, toys in the toy room. Can you add groaning to the list of steps involved in cleaning up? The <laughs> I should. Good idea. Groan number one. Um, yes, and so um, so they generally kind. Of, well, I need to make it more clear to them. But I have these ideas, like, okay, I need to make all these lists for all these places in the house. Okay, so but what what's most important to you? What area of the house is most important? Oh gosh. Um, I suppose common areas. Pick, pick a, so I want you to think about this. What is the room in the house that is the first two inch domino that if that room is maintained, Mm -hmm. it would make it easier to maintain other rooms. Uh, Kitchen. Kitchen. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's true for a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's where everybody, you know, hangs out. So okay. that place. And yeah. where in the kitchen is the first two inch domino? Oh Lord. Um, let's say countertops surfaces. Surfaces. Okay. What we are pilers, not failures. What surface? The surface that is to the right of the sink. Okay. Where for some reason the mail pile ups and I hate it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If mail pile up. Mm-hmm. If, uh, right. Uh, sink. Okay. Um, I have to just write all this down. I'll forget what you just told me. Um, mm-hmm. Who's responsible for doing dishes? My husband. Okay. Which is nice. And he, he's pretty consistent about it? Yes. Great. Yeah. Who's responsible for the mail? Uh, him. That ended with a question mark. <laughs> well, he is. I don't look at, I don't look at the mail. So he, he's, he does the bills. He does the bills and stuff like that. So if anything comes in the mail, where does he do them? Oh, where does he do them? Uh, you know, that little area to the right of the sink. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much where that kind of starts and ends. Okay. Kind of thing. So. <laughs> okay. So, um, We've been having a thing this spring where the entire family has been getting out and cleaning the entire property. Now we got 20 acres that's been there since 1965. So we got a lot of shit. Okay. Am I allowed to say that? Okay. And um, one of the things that's actually worked for us and going back to the thing is uh, starting is the hardest part. Um, If we start as a family, we can all break off and do different things, but it's really getting that first step of getting motivation or getting, you know, getting it started. And seeing mom and dad do it is kind of the thing that kind of gets everybody dragged along, you know? So, uh, we make these little lists up, we get together and Rachel, um, Rachel's my daughter. She will go, okay, one, two, three, go. And everybody kind of breaks it. It's a way to jumpstart it. And I think that may be a way to do it. But the bigger part of that is, is having the adults kind of working with so the kids are kind of seeing that that's already going not go clean your room or go do yeah. this that's a big failure go mm-hmm. pick up all the dirt and or the, the stuff in the back out there and, and uh i think so that may be a trigger and i think getting that trigger to get the small habit in place um mm-hmm. which is the other one that we can make try in a minute but i think getting how do you get started i think is the biggest question there and i think um and you know because i've i've done some coaching with Brendan and we've talked about this kind of thing. And that's, that's also where I got that idea of, you know, he mentions and I know you've mentioned the whole taking the picture of the clean room kind of thing. And, um, and having those up so that the kids know when you say clean your room, here's the first step, pick up all your clothes, put them in the basket or something like that. Um, so that's the thing is the, the bathroom, I think is a great example of putting those steps out and then the kids know what steps to take. All the cleaning stuff is there. Um, it's getting that done. I guess for each room and, and see, I'm already getting tired just thinking about it. Like I can make all the steps, I can write them all out and all that kind of stuff. And then I post it and then it's the, then it's the getting them to do it. And there's always pushing. I mean, there's always going to be pushing, but it's just, I'm already getting tired thinking about how they'll be like, Oh, but I don't know what to do. I'm like, yes, you do. And, but can you help me? And so I'm like, so I'm you're already, already getting tired of thinking about, pushing your your kids to to help out but you also said yes. when you wrote up your your worksheet that but you don't want to hire a cleaning lady or a cleaning person um 
Like, I know. So, okay. If we're looking at the first domino, we said it's the, it's the kitchen and the area is next to the sink, right? Mm-hmm. What is the, the thing that you could do each day that, and what time would that thing be? Um, that would, would allow you to, to make it easier to maintain uh, a, a clean-ish environment um, and to make it unnecessary to have to deal with like the, the overwhelm of all the clutter. I guess the first domino really is, if I want other people to help me, they need to know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, if, and I find that that's an issue because I'll start doing stuff and then I'm like, why are these people just sitting around and not helping me? And then I remember, oh, it's because, you know, I've never, I haven't told them how to do whatever it is they need to do or, you know, whatever. I haven't given them any directions. And so I suppose the first domino is actually giving them directions to refer to so that when I say, hey, you know, pick up the things in your room, here's a list to refer to. What's the first step to do? Because otherwise, then I do have to be in there helping them say, okay, now we're going to take your clothes and put them in the basket and that kind of thing. So I guess the first domino is really making sure. There's clear direction on how to do these things, especially for my kids. Because um, if I don't give them that, they can't do it. Do, does your <laughs> six and your 10-year-old know what they need to do? Like, do they, I mean, is there anywhere where it's listed in the house? No. So if it doesn't come out of mom's mouth, it doesn't get done? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, you know what? That's, that's okay. You are, it's become, if we can become clear as to what needs to happen. The thing is that um, getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of feelings yeah. of shame admitting okay. say, this. Say more about that. Because um, this is where, like, what Will was talking about. You know, yeah, I feel weird. You know, I feel bad that like you know people come over and you know, and it's and it's not a clean house. But really, the more overwhelming feelings are the fact that I feel like I haven't prepared my kids, that I haven't done what I need to do to teach my kids what to do, and. Every time I say, you know what, I just want to freaking get this done. I always feel guilty because I'm like, no, you need to force your kids to help you because then they're going to be helpless human beings and they're never going to learn how to clean. (laughs) And so admitting to you and everyone, no, my kids have no idea what they should be doing because I have not. Is part of it that you're not fully sure what to do, like unless you're actually doing it yourself? Actually, I would say no. no okay. I think I know what I, I know what to do. I know how you know. I know how to clean. I know what needs to happen first. I know how to do this. It's um, one is I need to have the motivation that pushes it to the forefront. The whole adrenaline, like somebody's coming over tomorrow, so I need something to push it to the forefront where everything else gets pushed aside, and I'm going to do that. But to get my kids involved and to get my husband involved in that kind of thing means that I need to take time out of my day from doing school or whatever, whatever it is I'm doing to sit down and write those directions and make sure that they're posted. So the next time we're going to clean, gather kids, gather the kids together and be like, okay, we got to go through these steps and okay, now do the first step. And, you know, cause you got to go through it with them a few times. Cause otherwise they're, they're still not going to get it. I mean, they'll read through and be like, well, I don't know what to do. It's that. It, and I know it's going to be multiple times of that, but I, I need to just suck it up and realize that's what it takes. What it takes okay. to teach kids how to do stuff. Carl? So I hear you looking almost at the, the whole picture and trying to teach them 
how to clean and how to, it seems like you're trying to do like way too much. I mean, I have, we all, I think we all have that problem with has kids or a house yeah. or, you know, I mean, our biggest thing is all this homework comes home from school, like that they filled out. I have a stack of it yeah. I, and I'm, I don't, I don't throw it out because I feel guilty because, Oh, he did it. <laughs> Whatever. Right. So I've been, I've been thinking about this also. So I've started in for my family just in the morning when he wakes up, let's just make the bed. Let's just start by making the bed. And when you brush your teeth, just rinse out the sink. Don't mm-hmm. leave the spit and toothpaste in the sink. Just rinse it out. And those two things, and then you start adding little things here and there. So it's not such a big, huge task that everybody's got to groan over. And it's, this is huge thing. You could, you could fit this stuff in and train them. I mean, it's just a change everybody's routine, right? But just fit one little thing in here, one little thing in there. And before you know it, you'll be sitting back and watching them clean the whole house themselves. Oh, Carl. And then they'll be saying, thanks, mom. Or else I could carry it away. All right. Um, Okay. As you're, you're kind of talking and, and thinking about what are these isolated things that we can uh, help them help them do, I th- what if you ask them like, what are the cleaning tasks that you don't mind doing? Start there. Okay. Right. You say Ooh. you can put a, maybe a list of the, the maybe ten or fifteen things on a, a board. It's like here's the things that need to get done. Which one of these? Like, I'm not asking you to like any of these, but which one of these do you are you okay with doing? Is that a big deal to you? Right. Yeah. Which one of mm-hmm. these is you like? Ugh, it's like I'd rather put needles in my ass and have to do this task. Right. So mm-hmm. start there. Right. Because there, because you may find that in, in your family there are things that one person really hates doing, the other person doesn't mind, or maybe even finds fun. Yeah. Well. Good point. Yeah, I'll add on to that because I like emptying the dishwasher. That hits my OCD in all the right places when I put things away where they need to go. Like silverware, love that. It's like a little video game. Everything goes in <laughs> perfect. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I was uh, thinking back to earlier. I have a couple things that popped into my head. Uh, when you were talking about being clear with your family, and um, this was something I had to bring up with my wife, is that hints work terrible with me. If she hints at something, I will just never notice. And so, like, I had to be like, yeah, don't try and hint things with me. I will miss 95% of your hints. Uh, I'll notice other things, but what you're specifically trying to tell me, I will miss. Um, And then the other part I was thinking about was just like, your kids will be okay. You're a loving mom. They will be okay. My mom did (laughs) everything for me. Like I didn't have to like clean as a kid and stuff. And while that would have been good worth ethic to instill in me and stuff, I eventually learned how to clean and do all those things too. When I started living on my own. So um, there will be a time in their life that they have to do it and they will learn. Uh, So don't be, sometimes you have to choose the battles you want to fight because some are just not worth it. And I do know everything that you make your kids do takes three or four times longer than you want it to, but sometimes it's worth it. And sometimes it's not true. Right, so they're not, you know, they're not going to be homeless because I didn't teach them to, you know, yeah, probably be responsible not. for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But okay. your kids will be fine. You know, and, and then you got to look at, at, if there's, I don't know, the, uh, 
the issue that we I've been dealing with with my son as of lately is like I mean the toilet bowl's fairly large. Why can't you get the pee inside <laughs> the toilet? Like, <laughs> it's a boy. So I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll he leaves the door open and he's the lights are still off. He's looking at himself in the mirror. He's singing <laughs> while he's peeing. I'm like, buddy, look at the toilet seat. Watch the pee go into the toilet because I'm about to teach you how to clean up the toilet. So I get that's it. why I'm glad I have girls. There's <laughs> no missing. Just saying. That's a win. You did something right. You don't have to, you don't have to worry about that then, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here, here's what I want to do. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we do, we're going to come back. We're also going to welcome Carrie, who joined us uh, just a little bit ago. And uh, when we come back, we're going to keep diving into how do we help you deal with the clutter and house and cleaning and all this adulting stuff that's just not fun. We will be right back. All right, we just finished recording uh, the episode that you're listening to right now. It's uh, 3.30 p.m. about, and uh, I'm sitting here with my friend Kim Denny, who's uh, wearing tie-dye, and uh, we're, we're getting ready to go down to Wrigley to see uh, the Dead and Company. And I just uploaded the the, um, the episode that you're listening to right now, and I'm like, oh, crap, we haven't done the ads yet. So we're going to just, I haven't written anything out. I'm just hoping to uh, be able to communicate what I need to you, and then we can get back to the episode. Um, we'll try to remove the banging of Kim banging his clipboard into the boom stand. Uh, all right. So, uh, real quick, our summer coaching groups are full. Um, we had, uh, as last week, we had our last registration event. We had eight spots available. We filled 12. So we have a few people on the wait list. Um, so that's fantastic. That's just it, like, hoorah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. We uh, filled it up in, in four registration events and I'm super excited to get started. It's, uh, begins July 11th. Um, so if you join, congratulations on joining. And, uh, I'm actually going to be going on vacation for a few days here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'll be off. So after that, check your email for, uh, for information, uh, for the, for the groups. Um, see what else? I don't know if there's anything else. Patreon. I think I have another ad that I'm going to throw in later, uh, but, uh, next week, I think it is, uh, is our last $5, um, where you can join our, our monthly coaching call for $5. Uh, it's one of the perks. Um, also, if you want to see the, the, uh, video for this, uh, for the, episode you're listening to right now uh go to patreon it's it's on there and there's some stuff that you i'm sure you did not hear on the podcast um that uh that you may you may enjoy um i think that's that's it i think we should go down and party go see the dead yeah you're gone all right have a good one and we'll uh we'll catch you next time and we are back all right so we got carrie who's now also joined us and uh Let's just continue to dive writing. Um, let's go Carl and then Carrie. So I have been listening to Atomic Habits. Really good book. Um, I haven't finished it. I have like an hour left, but it really gives you some thought on how to change your habits as well as others. I can definitely see how that book can be extremely helpful in um, setting your family up for positive and long-lasting change. So check that out. And thanks, Eric, for uh, recommending it. Yeah, that was a, a good one. Audible. Yeah. Cool. Carrie? Yeah. Um, Marisol, 
as a, a mom of an 11 year old, I get you sister to son though. Um, and a couple of things I wanted to piggyback on things we learned in the group that I think we can apply here is Will was really pointing out the mindfulness. And, you know, one of the big things um, Eric teaches us, and of course we coach the fellow tribe members is on just having a certain amount of goals like for the month, like write it all down, but we're just focusing on a few here. So I think taking that goal and just doing it to the home is, is the same type of thing. And I was just at a parenting conference and one of the things they talked about was actually having a star chart, not just for the kids, but actually for the parents mm. and that the kids will cheer you on and help you. And so I'm curious. Um, I, I read through your, your planning page and it was really thorough and forgive me if you mentioned this, but have you tried like sticker charts for your children so that if they did this, then they can earn that. Yeah. Yes. We've done these charts and charts and the, the, where it falls apart is, is me is the consistency on my part is, is sticking to the chart. Is, okay. is there something about like the, the, the execution of the chart that is oh, like too many steps for you possibly? You know, I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I gonna be honest. I think it's just the remembering that the chart's there. Did, did Remembering I, that we had something in place. Did I, did I ever share with you guys? It was um, probably maybe five or six years ago. It, it was it was when I was still living in my, my old house. It was before it was no, jeez, it's almost more than eight years ago because it was before Gibson was born. And um, I was gonna, I was saving up to get a uh, surround sound. Uh, home entertainment system because my in my head i was like well once i'm a parent i can't afford those kinds of things right so i was like you know it's it's gonna be my last like just fun purchase that i'm gonna get for myself and i was like you know what i am so bad at flossing and i'm gonna tie (laughs) flossing to uh to to purchasing this so what i did is i made a, a chart and i taped it up in my bathroom and um what I actually found to be the most rewarding part of uh, of that was that my wife would make comments under each day that I that I would post stuff up, and I would make like really like really bad like flossing jokes. <laughs> you making really bad jokes never. I mean, there I I, I, I have like at least a month's worth of like bad flossing puns. Man. <laughs> You wrote these down, hopefully. Yeah, I do have them there. It's I have them somewhere. They might even be posted on my website somewhere. Um, so, and I found that to be really helpful. So, thinking about like, if you had a a chart that was in you know right by that that kitchen sink that would ha- what had to do with the stuff that had to do with the kitchen sink, mm-hmm. right? And if you had a, if you were focusing on um, having them put their clothes in the laundry basket or at least near the laundry basket, um, you know, having the, that chart in their room. So it's like in the context. So you don't have to like think about all these different things that you might want to be doing and then fill it out and remember that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all uh, contextual. I like that. That hadn't occurred to me. Um, kind of having that, the contextual, like, Hey, not only is it, actually, not only is it the directions of what you do, like, you know, first thing, put your clothes in the laundry basket or something like that. But that's also the chart in your room where it has to happen. So I have not thought of that. Okay. I like that. Uh, I think, well, I think Carrie's got something, but uh, I'll jump in afterwards. 
it's super quick comment to that. I'm doing the whole 30 program right now. And a big part of it is you do not weigh yourself. And I have a routine of weighing myself every morning. And so right on the scale is something that says, Carrie, you can do hard things, whole 30 I have each day. And then in the morning I take a sticker and put on the day I just completed. So I'm still there on the scale. But I'm not stepping on. I'm putting my sticker on it. Uh, uh, I was, was going to say, well, wouldn't it just be easier to just put the scale away for a while? But you're using what you've already had as a habit, chaining it yeah. to that. To build that's, on that's, it. Great. Oh. that's great. Yeah. Also, and Obliger Marisol will appreciate this, um, is that my husband likes to have the scale out. So he still can do it, uh-huh. but I still have my habit right there. Huh. So I'm not disrupting anyone's schedule. So kind of replace... Or again, kind of tying the habit to a habit you already have. Marissa, let me okay. ask you this. So the, the, let's, let's talk about your kitchen for a minute. Mm-hmm. So what's your thought process when you put something down? Um, <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know that there is much of a thought process. Is, 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 is there... <laughs> processes oh i need to go do something else and then just put it down and walk away okay so like for me like the lie that i tell myself is i'll I'll come right back and i'll do this in in a few minutes or i'll do this after i do that like and it is a big fat lie that i tell myself i don't even think i tell myself okay okay so i'm trying to think what how can we increase the like what can we do to cue you in that environment to first maybe to have a thought about it you know what? I'll, I'll say this um, because I do all the cooking. And so I'm, I'm actually really pretty good about, you know, okay, I'm cooking this and that and I'm putting stuff away and that kind of thing. So that, the thing is, well, that I, that I take care of pretty well. Um, so if we're thinking about the kitchen and how to get the kitchen to be calm and clean, so hopefully that spreads everywhere else. What really needs to happen, it's not the cooking stuff because that gets put away. Um, it's really kind of the breakfast area, you know, like the in, you know, in kitchen eating area kind of thing. We turned it into an art space. So we have a table, we have all the craft stuff and all the art stuff, but it also becomes the catch all crap table because, oh, somebody's put something on the, on the kitchen counter, the island where I cook. Well, I pick that up and I'm like, what do I do with this? I need to cook right now. And it goes over to the art table. And it lands there because I need to start dinner. And so it lands there. How do you think you would do if you had a bin that was labeled like the shit I don't know what to do with right now? And then you had a routine that you dealt with it, like whether it's at the end of each day or each week. That actually sounds kind of, I would be very willing to try that because that, that sounds good. Because again, it's kind of, the, it's that decision that's put off. Because again, I pick up the crap. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Half of it is male. Half of it is a toy. Half of it is whatever. It needs to go five different places. And so instead of just taking to those five places, because I don't have time for that, I just drop it. So if I had a bin to just drop the crap into, that, I don't want to say satisfies that, but that fits. That Ooh. fits. And then I can designate time for later. So I have, yeah. a, I have a new favorite timer. Uh-huh. It is a, a countdown timer. So right now, as you see, it is counting down 26 days, 21 hours, 22 minutes, which is when yeah. my next coaching group starts. So what okay. if you use this and when you, when, after you fill it in, you set the timer, say five days. And so like when this timer goes off, like that means like you have to take care of the stuff that's in there. So it's, okay. do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. So it's kind of, is it kind of giving you permission to say, you know what? I don't need to think about this right now. Yeah. You, until... can, al- you can also do it where you just start at zero and it goes up. And so it'll just track how many days it's been since you've gone through that bin. Oh, I see. Yeah. I don't want to know how many days <laughs> that is. I don't want to know. Burying the head in the sand is so much easier <laughs> in that moment until the pile's suffocating us. Yeah. Um, Carl? So have you ever tried to have everybody has their own, like, my son brings all his toys downstairs into the family room. And before you, if you're not paying attention, it's Legos, dinosaurs, cars. And you're just like, where the hell did this shit come from? (laughs) And so I bring down a clothes basket and I throw all that crap in there. And then we go up together and we empty the clothes basket. But if you don't have a, not a clothes basket size, but if each person in your house had a basket of, something that you just go up oh, this is hers this is hers this is hers and at the end of the week everybody empties their basket and brings it back downstairs and then you have a place to put all the crap that's in your hand you could file it you know who it belongs to and then have them pick up after themselves and it, their, their shit's not in your way true i like that idea and i could see that um and maybe i'm usually not pessimistic <laughs> Let's say, but the pessimistic side is coming out in me and saying, and then I'm going to have a laundry basket full of shit, excuse me, full of crap uh, in everybody's rooms. And then they're just going to sit there and I'm going to go buy a new laundry basket. <laughs> so, but yes. so what <laughs> if you went now and got mm-hmm. new laundry baskets for this purpose? And once it's in their room, it's their problem, not yours. Uh, Can you close the door on their room and just not let it bother you or does it drive you nuts? Um, I often do close the door and not let it bother me until, until, Hey, guess what? People are coming over and I bet your cousins would really like to, you know, have somewhere to be. Cause, cause that's what happens is I actually have a lot of laundry baskets. Half of them are full with dirty clothes. Half are full of clean clothes that hasn't gotten put away. And half of them are full of crap that we have, you know, shoved in there because we're quote cleaning up. Okay. So what about getting a maybe half dozen clear big bins, right? And so when that situation happens, it's literally the swoop, put it in, you put a piece of paper in there or a sticky note that you would put like that you actually write on the sticky side. So then you can stick it to the inside of that bin. So you know what's Mm -hmm. in here and what the action is that needs to happen around that. Okay. Okay. I can see that. So I think having a, a quick way to where you can like, all right, I can clear it up and I'm going to deal with this later, but mm-hmm. and not being out of sight. Like, so it's the, it's still there kind of thing. But, I like, I like that idea of having the kind of the clear bins, maybe right there where like the art table is where all the crap loads in and automatically kind of, cause in that moment I could say, okay, this is a toy. This is a paper. This belongs to so-and-so. I could see doing that. And then yes, making time and saying, okay, we have to sit down on Saturday, whatever time y'all need to put this stuff away. And frankly, if you don't put it away, then it needs to go away. You clearly don't care about it. It needs to go. So, you you know, the strategy about, um, to stay focused on your computer, the, the, the two sticky note strategy, what you're doing, what you're not doing. Yes. Could you apply that to your art table? Uh, what is it for? What it's not for? Yes. Um, I guess I could. Can you create something like artsy that makes it kind of like fun that gives you that message? Okay. 
as kind of the reminder of like, hey, crap doesn't fall here. This is this is for creating stuff. Okay. All right. Wait, Ken, do I need to give you a non-clicky pen? <laughs> I think so. There's <laughs> oh, my okay. Apple pen. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Carl, you guys. All right. Girl. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> I had it good and I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll wait my turn. I feel like there should be some kind of like a meta game that we play on the on the show that every time like you like you lose your train of thought, like like something happens. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I remember. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um before it goes away. Um so is the problem in your house that you don't have enough storage or you just haven't made Homes for places for things to go. Um, I have thought about that. Um, and there's part of me that says, no, I don't need more storage because I don't want to store more crap. Really, I want to get rid of crap. Um, but I will say that I think as far as homes for stuff, like the, the kids' rooms, if this belongs to, you know, kid A, it, kid A's room is the home for that. So here you go. You can figure out where you want to put it. Do you want to put it in the closet? Do you want to keep it on your dresser or whatever you want to do with it? Um, so I think there's a little bit of that. Like there's not a home for it, but I, for the most part, I think there is. Um, I think it's just, there's a lot of crap I want to get rid of. And it, I just never seem to get around to it. There's always either something else going on or it's my time off from school. Like say, you know, after my six weeks are over and I have these grand plans of like, okay, we're going to go to the toy room. We're going to sort everything out. We're going to get rid of all of this. We're going to get rid of all. It. And then... Like I do half of it and then Well, you're really good with your planner, right? I mean, you're pretty good with your so let's just put a day that you say, Hey, what's bothering me now? We're gonna just do it for an hour, you know, just yeah. Add that to your plan. And so what I need to do is I need to then take a picture and send it to you guys and say because like I did with the grading the other night. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I gotta get this done. I'm gonna text you guys when I'm done, kind of thing. I need that kind of deal. So yeah. Here's, here's sort of what I'm wondering as we're, we're talking about this is that we're addressing how to, how to address the issue that we haven't been cleaning up after ourselves instead of how do we not have the mess that we have to keep like dealing with. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, often we talk about uh, goals in the sense of what do you want, instead of what do you want to stop doing? What do you want to start doing? Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that when we, when we, it comes to messes and clutter, there is a, we have to sort of start, to stop like so this is something that that i've noticed for myself like I, i'll put something down and I'm like, I'll, I'll come right back to it and i say no, no no like it's i've recognized this as one of those those lies i tell myself and what i i'm always like well that took me all 30 seconds to just deal with and so much of the clutter that i think builds up around this is our tasks that could be done in 30 second increments if we did it as we go yeah. and so yes. how can we cue ourselves both to, to remind ourselves to do this stuff as we go, but then also uh, um, increase or add that that our why cue, you know, that the the why behind even when I don't feel like doing it right now, even when I'm tired of my executive functions are at like zero, like add the the why cue reminder for why it's going to be beneficial, why it's going to be helpful to take the thirty seconds to put away this one thing. I think that's exactly right because. I know I have gotten better in the habit of, of, that, of that same thing of, you know what, no, I'm going to stop really quick and I'm going to put these things away because otherwise I'm going to have to do it later. Let me just do it now. 
And so I have gotten better about that since having kids and this kind of stuff, because I know I'm going to have to do other things. So I have gotten better with that for myself. Um, And so as you were saying that, I think kind of having those bins, I imagined my kids' backpacks. When they come in, the dining room is right there. So that's really kind of where... That's where the landing spot is, is right by the dining room. And so they hang up their backpacks and whatever. And that's where the papers are. You know, we open up the backpack, there's all the papers and whatever. And I thought, I need a bin right there. I don't need to walk the 10 feet, as ridiculous as it sounds, the 10 feet to the doesn't sound ridiculous at all. I just, yeah. Like I want it to be right there. So I take it out of the backpack and I'm like, does it have your handprint or a memory on it? No. Goodbye. Because I did make that decision when they're in preschool. I'm like, all this artwork is beautiful, except unless it has a handprint or a memory, goodbye. See you later. I don't need another caterpillar to say. So yeah, I've made some decisions. All right. Uh, Carrie? One thing I was, I'm curious about is what time of day are you, is your brain the best? Like... You are just in it. Um, I will say, hopefully it's around 10 in the morning, kind of thing. Like 9.30, 10, something like that. Is this something, I'm curious, that you could designate some time during your prime brain time to ask a friend to come and be a body double and be there while you organize? Because I know us ADHDers, body doubling works amazing. And with you, you know, being such an obliger, what if you could swap with a friend and then, okay, I, I, I have to be ready because I'm going to be going to her place or, or vice versa. Actually, um, uh, times when I've have gotten a lot of this stuff done, uh, my a best friend of mine, um, but she, um, she was 400 miles away. Um, that's what we would do. I would come over to her house. We'd hang out and talk while she's cleaning the bathroom or whatever. And then she would come over and help me clean up my closet kind of thing. Um, so that does work really well for me. And actually, I saw somebody just posted want to do an ash with adult study hall. And so I need to do more of that. And I have. I remember, actually, um, before the summer started, I used adult study hall to um, clean up some of the papers in my office. So I need to do that more. That's what I need to do. So about the, your, your kids' uh, school papers, um, we... Uh, <laughs> I got one of those like three bin mailboxes that we put in our, um, in our kitchen, which is we, we have a double like counter, which is long. So it's just like, this is where all the shit just piles up. And it's just like, I love when it's clear and it's like, I blink and like, how did everything get all over the place again? Right. Yes. But like, but my stuff too. And so my, like my, my mailbox is the, is the top ones and something tallest one in the house. Um, and you know, when the stuff starts like spilling out of it, cause I haven't gone through it. I just, you know, I just, I tell Sarah, I'm like, could you like Saturday or Sunday when I'm sitting having my breakfast, just take it out and just put it in front of me and I'll go through it. And that, that yeah. typically works. Um, cause as you said, right at the beginning, you know, piles and clutter are, are delayed decisions and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like all these like professional trainings. I might want to go to these. It's like all of these, these things, right? Um, yes. so having that, that regular process or like a, a trigger. So when it gets to a certain point, even having a bin and you can like make a line on the bin and when stuff go- crosses that line, that's the point you got to go, go through it. It's time to, time to take a look. Okay. All right. Let, let's take a really quick break. When we come back, we'll continue. I know that Will has uh, some, a brilliant idea or question 
and we'll uh, no, we'll come right back with that. All right, we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from patrons who support ADHD Rewired over at ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. Whether you give five, 10, 20, 25, $50 a month or more, all of those amounts are so appreciated because they help me do what I do so I can help you guys. You know, as somebody with ADHD, I need all the help that I can get managing everything that I'm doing here with ADHD Rewired from the podcast to the coaching groups, right? And so I pay for help because I couldn't do it all on my own. And so if you support the work that I am doing, I ask that you consider becoming a patron and chip in. Let me know that you appreciate and that you value the work that we are doing here. Your support helps pay for the production costs of the podcast. It has also now helped fund two scholarships that we're going to be giving this fall. And we'll have more information about that in probably about a month or so. There's also a lot of great perks that patrons at different levels can get, like joining us for our monthly coaching calls on the fourth Tuesday of the month. The next one will be on June 25th at 3 p.m. Central. This is also the last one that will be open starting at the $5 a month level. We are increasing that starting in July. Whatever your reason for giving, whether it's to get in on the perks or just because you appreciate the work that I'm doing and you want to say thank you. I thank you for giving what you can and being a part of this community. To become a patron, go to ADHDrewired.com slash Patreon. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. That's patreon.com slash ADHDrewired. And thanks. All right, we are back. All right, Will, what do you got? Uh, so this was something that uh, I was remembering from the uh, live Q&A from a couple months back um, with uh, Brenda Mahan uh, talking about where... Uh, so like you have like a shoe closet and then the shoes like slowly start coming out because, well, everywhere in the shoe closet is where the shoes go. Not, But if you have like the shoes specifically go on a mat or on a thing, then people that becomes the thing's home. So like more clearly defining where something's home is. And um, this also combines well with this idea that I got from uh, Gretchen Rubin's podcast, uh, coming back to Carrie's thing about obligers. <laughs> um, Cause she has a lot of good stuff about organizing and has a new book on organizing. I haven't read, but I've heard good things about, um, but uh, one of the ideas that I got from her was that you don't put things down where they don't belong. Um, and if you work on that with your family, like, Hey, you're putting something down. Why are you putting it down there? Mm -hmm. Like uh, this has been really good for me, not losing my keys anymore mm -hmm. because I only put my keys down in the bin they go in because I would lose things all the time because I wasn't thinking about where I was putting them down. But yeah. if I go, I put this down here for this reason. Mm -hmm. um, so being mindful of why you're putting things down. And this comes back to like Eric's point about being stopping the clutter before it starts. Like mm -hmm. where, how can we try and be more mindful about, okay, I'm holding this in my hand and I want to put it down. And the bins are great for this because, yeah, I want to put this down and I know it needs to go upstairs and or something, you know, like I don't want to walk across the house to put this down. Um, but, yeah, trying to be more mindful about let's not just put stuff wherever, have homes, have places that it's easy to 
get stuff into. I think as far as having homes, there we have a good example of um, of having a very specific place, as you mentioned, shoes. And so, like I said, kind of the dining room area is kind of the landing spot. And we do, we have a shoe bin. Um, now, you know, when the kids come in, they just take off their shoes. But the great thing about it is, is what I tell them, it's that very clear direction. So when we are cleaning the house, okay, I need someone. So Isabella or whoever, go put the shoes in the shoe bin. So they know exactly where they go. They know what the shoe bin is. They know what shoes look like. And so that's a very clear direction. And I recognize that I don't have enough of that. So just like I made the bathroom very detailed, you know, brushes and bows and whatever, go in the drawer, take out the sponge, wipe it down with water, you know, that kind of thing. I don't think I have enough of that in more places. Marisol, may I offer a a specific uh, suggestion to address that specific issue? Yes. Yeah. Walk around your house with a clipboard. And answer the question, where in your house is it not clear where things go? I like that. Okay. So I'm thinking about that in my house. I'm like, oh man, I might need to do that too. That is a great idea. Okay. And, you know, and going back to the cues, uh, Will was mentioning about it, uh, keys. Like the last three weeks, like the amount of times I've been like, I've misplaced my keys. I've been, it's been, I've been like a bad, like ADHD meme, right? I'm like, this is like, this is the third day in a row that I'm like, I go to my car and I'm like, wait, where are my keys? I don't know where my keys are. I'm searching everywhere for them. I'm like, I have hooks. I know, like, I don't know what's going on. Like, why am I not doing this? And I, and what it just occurred to me about, you know, the, the queue, I need to put a sticky note on my garage door until I re, for whatever reason, I fell out of the habit of putting that on the hook. So I need to put a, a sticky note on the door that leads into the house from the garage that just tells me to put the, cause it's right there. It's not hard to do all. I, I may have to just put stuff down for a moment to hang the thing on the hook. Right. But it's like, if I'm not thinking about it, cause I'm holding on to five things and I want to say hello to my family and it's, you know, that's why it doesn't happen. But it's like, what's the one thing I can do that would make that easier? Put the sticky note on there. What's the one thing I can do right now that would make it easier is to set a reminder right now to do that. Otherwise, uh, this will be a subject I'll hear on the podcast. And then I'll be like, oh, that was a good idea. I should have done that. <laughs> yep. So how can, you, how can you apply that in your environment? You know, as y'all were talking, I used to lose my keys all the time. Um, and then we got a squirrel bowl, a little acorn bowl with squirrel on it, which is hilarious. But that's where the keys now live. Um, and I realized I, I still lose my phone. Because again, I have it in my hand and I'm running around I'm tr- and then I have to go do something else and I have no idea where I put it down. I just know I had it, but now it's gone because it doesn't have a home. Like it doesn't have a home. When I come in, my phone goes here, you know, maybe next to the squirrel bowl or whatever. Um, so I think that, I think that's a very valid idea. I need to sit down and think of what are kind of the, the common things. Like again, like the shoe basket. Okay, we need a place where shoes go. We need a place where jackets go. I mean, we don't need that down here. But what I'm saying is, where's the place where backpacks go? And where is the place where papers go? Kind of thing. So more closely defining those areas or those places where these things that happen all the time, where do they go? And, and, and I think too, because I think a lot of this, the, when we're talking about clutter and cleaning, we're talking about like the, the actions I think I, I believe that, that we need to focus on the thoughts. Like we need to cue ourselves to what, how do we want to show up? Like when we are entering or leaving a space, 
Like what thoughts, what questions we want to ask ourselves that are going to guide the actions? Mm -hmm. I think a question I would ask myself, if I can stop myself enough to ask myself when I'm done with something or, you know, when I have that pile of papers in my hand and I'm about to put it down on the art table, if I can stop myself and ask myself, do I want to deal with this now or do I want to deal with this later? Because honestly, I don't want to deal with it later. I would really like to just get it done now. What could be another question you can ask yourself? How will I feel about dealing with this later? And what else? What will it feel like when this is just sitting on the table? I, I'm kind of getting to. I'm kind of getting to the idea of my why. The why I want to do this is honestly because looking around the house when there's stuff everywhere is anxiety producing. I don't want that anymore. When I look around, when I look in the art space and it's just filled with stuff that I need to get rid of or do something with, I feel, I mean, I just did it. I just did it. I just covered my eyes like I am tired and distraught. That's how I feel. Because I look around, I'm like, God, it's just more work. And so, okay, I want to remember why. I want you to walk me through this. So you're doing something at the art table. You, uh, an alarm on your phone goes off because you need to go pick up your kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have something unfinished. What's your thought process? What is it now or what do I want it to be? What do you, well, what do you want it to be? I want it to be, say that's the scenario. I want it to be, um, I need to leave in 10 minutes. Let me put this up. Well, I was going to say, I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't think, let me put this up so I don't have to put it up later. Do you have reminders about when you need to leave, like a like a ten minute alarm? Yeah, I usually do. Yeah. So, what could the alarm reminder say? Stop what you're doing. Put it away. Go pick up your kids, or whatever. Something you know, that kind of thing. Because when we go to this idea of, of stop and then do, so you're stopping. What are you doing? Right. So it's putting away. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would also help you to ne- to if it would decrease the resistance to it if you ask yourself how long do i think this will really take me yes yeah yeah because that's the thing that just like it, it boggles my mind it's like when you to like stay on top of stuff it's easy if you just do it you know it's like the oh, i'll do it later but it's when you Cause I'm always amazed when I actually stop myself when I'm walking away from something. I'm like, no, like, yes, I don't want to do it right now, but I don't, I'm definitely not going to want to do it later. Right. I'll turn mm-hmm. around and do the thing. And, yeah. and I'm like, I just want to get in this habit of doing that all the time. Right. Cause it's mm-hmm. not hard to do it. Then you actually feel yeah. good. Cause you, cause in a sense you're closing a loop when you put something away, you're closing a loop. Yeah. And I think the more open yeah. loops we have, the more anxiety we feel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's actually, that's it. That's it. Because all the stuff everywhere, all open loops. They're all open. Nothing is, nothing is closed. Nothing is finished. Nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you got to get it done to be your favorite four-letter word. Yes. Yes. That would be nice. That would be lovely. Carl? Um, I don't know if this even makes any sense, but is your art table in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So every time you mention the art table, you're just like, oh, do you, it sounds like the art table doesn't sound like it's a good idea for you because it's causing you so much stress. 
if the art table wasn't there, the mail could go there and you'd have more room on your counter. Get rid of the, mm. And how often do you use it? You know, you know what? Actually, the funny thing is, I actually really like having the art table there because um, I love having um, crafts and stuff like that. Like I have, I have a bunch of crafting stuff. I love having it there because then there's a space where we can use that stuff. Because otherwise, I wasn't using any of it. And it wasn't a place for me and my kids to sit down and do crafts and stuff like that. So I really love it, you know, when it's available to use and not filled with crap. Um, so although I, I see your point, you're like, maybe you should just get rid of it. Although I will say this, I probably need to get rid of half of my craft crap because like, really, I'm not using it. it needs, half of it needs to go. How will you make that happen? Um, she covers uh, the eyes again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is there one thing that you could think of right now without even being in that space? You're like, I can get rid of that. Um, yes, there's actually quite a bit of it. Um, I will say this. Um, some of it has some sentimental value. There's always there's the sentimental value. Then there's also the and this is where this shows up. It doesn't show up much other places. But I could use that. And I, I know that that's a lie. <laughs> that is the anthem of a true hoarder. I know. <laughs> but it might be true. <laughs> and I'm speaking from... I, me and my wife both have hoarding tendencies. Right? We, we, we know like we're... We say, well, there's nothing wrong with this or just in case. Oh, it's, it's, and we had to, con- when we moved to like two and a half years ago, we had to confront that and, and Kim got to confront yeah. that with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you catch yourself saying that just in case or, right, um, like, or there's nothing wrong with this, ask yourself if I really needed this again, how much would it set me back if I needed to replace it? Yeah. That for me <laughs> has been a helpful line of thinking. That's the thing is, you know, and the thing is, I know I don't need to replace it because I'm going to be honest. I, I used to scrapbook. I used to scrapbook like as in almost 20 years ago. That frightens me to say that. I still have some of, oh God, it needs to go away, but I might use it. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> anyway. Ah, craziness. Okay. okay. So if you don't use it by when, then what are you going to do? This is causing me distress. I can see this. <laughs> if I don't use it, I, oh God. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're a generous person, Marisol. Mm-hmm. Are, yes, the, are yes. these supplies that could be given to I mean donated? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can give them to the preschool that my kids used to go to and all that kind of stuff. So yes, I can give, I can give them to like a preschool or something. I just, yeah. there's, I was going to say, there's a little bit of, um, a, a little bit of emotional attachment. Um, just cause like I said, a good friend of mine, we used to do that together and she's no longer here, okay. but she is not those things. Okay. And I, I've, I've taught myself that, that you know what, can the you, people I love are not in these things. Can so. you create one more thing? using those things and then gift it. Yeah. Mm. What's coming up for you? Um, uh, she was my best friend and, uh, and she passed away unexpectedly. And, uh, 
she did a lot of scrapbooking and she got me into it. And the funny thing is I honestly didn't do that much. We would just go, buy, we'd go buy supplies cause they're really pretty. Um, and so that was something that we would do together. And, uh, and so I guess I didn't really think about it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of memories. There's a lot of things involved in those things. And, um, and like I said, I've taught myself um, since my mom passed away that, you know, those people are not in those things because I didn't want to be one of those people that keep stuff because that person who's no longer here reminds me of them or something. No, they are not in those things because I could see going down that rabbit hole and then, and, but then what do you do with it? Kind of thing. I, that's what I learned from my mom passing away is because she kept a lot of things. I mean, it wasn't hoarding or anything like that, but you know, going through the garage, going through the stuff, you know, if she's not here anymore these things meant something to her, but they don't necessarily mean something to us. And I don't want, I wouldn't want to burden my kids with that or, you know, it's just a lot. So is, anyway, um, um, how long ago was it when you lost your friend? Um, actually I lost my best friend and my mom in the same year. It was 2010. And so, uh, do you think in yeah. some way that it's, um, it's been like not, not dealing with this, giving it away, whatever it's, it's been an avoidance of saying goodbye. I guess I never really thought of it. I, I didn't, I mean, I knew like, okay, yeah, you know, the scrapbooking stuff reminds me of Shannon, but, um, but I never really sat down and thought like, Oh, I'm not getting rid of this because, because of her. Um, but I guess a little bit. Yeah. I mean, clearly you asked me and when you said, can you make one more thing? Yeah. That, that's, just, that's why I was like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Can you kick your uh, your kids and husband out for like a, a day and like do just something like a, a a project that really honors her? You can cry over it. You can you know really just put your heart into it and create something in honor of her. I could. I don't want to. I don't want to. <sighs> Sorry. A, no. I, I lost, I lost a very, very dear friend of mine. I was in my early twenties. I was one of my best friends. And so I, I know it's, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You know, the funny thing is she probably would want me to. <laughs> what, would she, um, what would she want you to do? She would want me to go through She's like, I can hear her in my head. She'd be like, you need to get rid of that stuff. <laughs> Because her gra- her grandmother was in fact a hoarder <laughs> and actually hoarded craft supplies. <laughs> and so <laughs> Yeah, so she'd be like, Are you kidding me? You clean that crap out right now. <laughs> That's what she would totally tell me. Be like, okay, fine, I'll do it. You're telling me. I get it. Okay. All right. <laughs> She's clearly telling me right now. <laughs> get that what? crap out of there. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want to commit to doing specifically with the craft supplies? Okay. <sighs> um, you know, I am gonna. Um, I do want to make something. Um, I'm gonna put at least a page together. I'm gonna put, make one page um, for her, and uh, and then I'm going to donate um, the supplies that I'm not going to use that I have. Okay, I'm going to donate the supplies I have not used in the last five years. How about that? Just a lot of them. Um, and I'm going to donate them to, uh, to the preschool that my kids 
used to go to. Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to donate them to the art teacher at the elementary school because my daughter loves her class. So that's what okay. I'm going to do. So wait, would you still want to have that art table in the kitchen? Yes, okay. I do because there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good memories. We do a lot of stuff around the art table, and I like having it right there. It's a good spot. Is your so the that, layout of your kitchen one where you can have one of those like accordion like doors that like block it? So it's like so it's it's you know it's there, but it's not an easy place to put things that are not art supplies. Ah, uh, um, I could, but that feels closed in okay. to me. I think it's better. I, what I'm imagining is having those clear bins under the art table. So they're, na- you know, they have names or that kind of thing. And so instead of the papers or the whatever is going onto the art table, immediately sorting. So I'll have a trash box and I'll have, you know, Isabella, Victoria, whatever, that kind of thing. And I immediately just sort it out at that moment. Kind of thing. That sounds like a good idea. Speaking of sounds, what was that? Um, I knocked something off the table and um, my children have decided to come into this room. I think, I think that's what I was saying. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Yeah. I'm trying to ignore them. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I don't have that ability to ignore sound. Like, I hear something. What, what is it? Like, brain, ignore it. Can I, can I turn to them and tell them to leave? Please do. Hey, guys, I need you to leave, please. Okay. Yeah, we're still recording. Go. Damn, we're all busted. We, we we're lighter than we said. Five, five okay. more minutes. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell, tell, tell them five more minutes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> how, continue. How, many, how many times have we all said five more minutes in our lives? All right, let's uh, let's let's begin bringing this in for a landing. So let's come up with some uh, final suggestions and commitments. Carrie? Yeah. Y- yes. Um, oh, I don't see Marisol. No, yeah. she, she, just, she just stopped her video and we all got disoriented. We're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Keep going. You're good. I'm sure she's still there auditorily. There she is. Okay. Um, Marisol, um, I'm curious when it comes to like next steps, when would Shannon want you to create this one last piece and then donate to your art teacher? The supplies. You know what? I didn't even realize this. Her birthday's in five days. So um, that could be good. So June 19th would be good. That's like if if I've ever heard of the stars aligning to help engineer some urgency and a beautiful way to do it. Like that works out. Mm. Wow. Dang, Shannon. All right. So that works. And then I'll, um, I mean, school's out. So I'll get the rest of those things and put them together. I'll uh, put them in a box. So in August, they can go to the art teacher and she will love them. She'll appreciate that. Did you email her sooner than that and say, hey, you're on it all the summer. I'd like to drop some stuff off. Yes. Yes, I can. Okay. Because uh, Maris, remember the uh, was it April when we did the um, the decluttering thing in the oh. alumni? So uh, I did some decluttering in my room and I put some stuff in this big bin. It's June fourteenth. That bin is still in my bedroom. Just just outing myself on that. <laughs> I I still have a bag of stuff that I collected in April and it's sitting by the front door. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe we need another theme finish the decluttering um, month. I don't know. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Will, did you have, did you have something? Uh, it actually goes in with this, that theme of the finishing things is one of the things I, I still struggle with a lot from, but I learned in ARC was the, uh, that tasks of the three stages, the setup, doing yeah. it, and then cleanup. And I never do cleanup. Like that's, I don't like, I am planning a task. It's like, okay, maybe I need 10 minutes to set up and it's going to take me half an hour. This is a 40 minute task. Yep. Yeah. And so figuring out reminders to do, to put those in is always helpful. Just so, cause remembering things need to be finished. Eric says heart starting is the hardest part. I disagree. Ending is much harder. But <laughs> after you start finishing is the hardest part. Yeah. There. <laughs> Maybe that's I how I should like that should be the end of the podcast. Like finishing is the hardest part, so I'm just gonna hit stop now. And then that would be the end of the recording. <laughs> oh, that feels very unhappy. Oh. Yeah, that would be yeah. Um <laughs> I just have this idea, because when we think about the the areas that that create the most problems are the accumulations of the the you know deferred decisions. You ever seen those like sort of artsy looking, but they're nice, like display sand timers. And they, ha- they have them where there's like the five minute one, the 10 minute one, three minute Ooh. one, but they're like, they're nice looking. What if, you, what if you had those in the spaces where those, those things like tend to accumulate mm-hmm. and say, okay, like before I walk the space, turning over the sand timer and whatever I can do in that amount of time. But then it's also a visual cue of like, this isn't going to take me very long. I like that. That's a very cool idea. I like that. I was just—I just saw them. Where was I? Um, home goods. I was like, I probably. I, I almost I like bought that. them, and I was like, I have too many timers. Like, I <laughs> do I really need this thing? <laughs> oh, but you really want it? No, then it's more stuff. I, oh, right, right. <laughs> I see. That um, I like that. I like that because it is useful. Okay, so the area that you're going to focus on with you and your kids is what? I want to focus on the kitchen because I I include the art space as kind of part of the kids that all that area. So the kitchen um, is obviously a common room. Um, The living room is not so bad. It's just piles in there. But um, I think the kitchen, kitchen art space is where I want to start first Um, and then move out there. In my office, oh lord! In the office. <laughs> it never ends. So, yeah, me got um, Most of the stuff you've already really recovered on here, but I really wanted to go back in and how you showed about the stress when you were talking about listing out all the things for your kids to do. To me, it felt like you were having to sit down and do a uh, um, uh, write it right out a class curriculum, and so class curriculum. So, um, okay. and, and what, what I saw happening is like so much detail, like you normally do, you really follow through on so many different things. So when you thought about doing something for the kids, it kind of reflected all of those very difficult line item by line item tasks. And, uh, when we were as a kid, uh, my father had a college and, um, they always had these people come back in. We had, it was a big, huge community room in the kitchens. And what they would do is they would take a line out each cupboard the way it was supposed to look and just took a 
Polaroid, it was a real old-fashioned Polaroid, and just stuck that on the inside of that kitchen cabinet. So every time you open it up, you say, go clean the kitchen cabinet. I don't really know what to do. Wah, wah. You look, that's what you're doing. Just make it look like this. You don't have to tell them step one, step two, step three. It just mm-hmm. looks like that. I think that was the other thing. And um, and uh, I thought you liked this one. Uh, we don't have a squirrel, but we've got a little hanger up there. Aquí está su pinche llaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that just takes uh-huh. care of it right there. So, <laughs> you, you translate for us? <laughs> Marisol can do a better job of translating. <laughs> not translating that. <laughs> her, her kids are around. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, <laughs> here are your explicative keys. How's that? <laughs> there you go. That works. Um, thank you. Uh, and to, to uh, uh, Carrie asked in the chat, when is this going to go live? Um, thankfully for Marisol Tuesday, because I didn't have any episodes in the can. Um, so as soon as we're done recording, I'm uploading this to my, my editors and saying, thanks, this goes out Tuesday. So there could be some pretty quick follow-up, too, on this, Marisol. Ah, uh, jeez. I don't even get any leeway. Nope, not, not at all. <laughs> thanks. Okay, ask me after the, ni- on the 19th. Let's see okay. what I'm doing. Okay. Oh, dang. Now I got to do something. Okay. I'm, I'm putting it on my calendar on the 19th. 19th Was the 19th your friend's birthday? Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. What am I asking you about? You're asking me if um, I have made my project for Shannon and if I have boxed up the art supplies that I do not need. It would be great for the art teacher. I just put it on my calendar uh, on the 19th. It said, uh, is there a time you'd like me to ask you? I don't know. Let's just say five o'clock. Your central time, right? Yep. All right. I will, um, I will ask you. I actually might ask you the following day because I, I just realized oh, I'm, I'm still on vacation that day. Yay. Yes. Ask me the following day. And Carrie just asked in the chat if I would take before and after pictures. Um, that depends. <laughs> the areas that I'm not too freaked out about. Show, show us your biggest messes. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> that would be a closet you can't walk into. But anyway. We all, we all have that closet. Yep. Yep. Marisol, thank you so much. Um, I think this hopefully also helped a lot of people because I think that we all can relate to we all stuff is hard, you know, literally stuff, stuff yeah. is hard. Right. Yeah. So we look forward to seeing the, the progress and, uh, and thanks for sharing uh, everything you did and Carrie and Carl and Will and Carrie and, and Kim. Thank you. And if you want to see uh, what this all looked like while we were recording this, uh, go out, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash ADHD rewired. We will be, <laughs> I can't believe you just did that on camera, Carl. What did he just do? I missed it. Well, you'll, you'll have to go out to Patreon to find out. Oh, until next time. Well, I think we'll have another, uh, <laughs> and now comes flashing himself. Um, <laughs> We have to end this podcast now. We have a we have a dead and company show to go to. We're we're heading out to Wrigley Field. See you next time. 
This is Eric Tivers. Thank you for listening and congratulations for making it to the end. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find summaries and additional resources for each episode. You can apply to our free and secret Facebook community. You can learn more about ADHD Rewired's intensive online video-based coaching and accountability groups and sign up for my email newsletter to get exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. While you're there, click the Patreon button. If you're a regular listener and you're still listening to my voice, consider making a monthly contribution by becoming a patron through our Patreon page. If you are able to financially support my work, it would mean a lot. This show is free to listeners, but it is not free to produce. And patrons get really cool perks. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Tivers. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ADHD Rewired. If you're a coach, therapist, or related professional, connect with me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash Eric Tivers. You can also subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube and you can subscribe to ADHD Rewired on YouTube and see select interviews and some other videos I've posted. Podcasts change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Mention it in your online communities on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, or wherever you hang out online. And be sure to share it with your friends and your family and your clients, as well as your coaches, therapists, and doctors. And if you're a coach, therapist, doctor, or ADHD support group leader, and you would like a pack of podcast postcards to hand out, you can request those at my website, ADHDrewired.com. And if you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, please be sure to tell them about this podcast. You can even show them how to download it on their phone. You know, you might be the person that turns somebody on to a podcast for the very first time. And if you really love this episode, please consider hitting share on your podcast player. I'm only one person and I count on you to help me spread the message. One of the biggest things that you can do to support this podcast and to help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, or any other podcast app that accepts ratings and reviews. And don't forget to hit subscribe on this podcast on your podcast app so new episodes are automatically pushed to your favorite podcast app. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Not sure where to start? In no particular order. Check out Atomic Habits by James Clear, The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van der Kolk, 10% Happier, and Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. These are both by Dan Harris. Change Your Questions and Change Your Life by Marilee G. Adams. The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Procrastinate on Purpose by Rory Vaden. The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. Do you have trouble asking for help? Listen to The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. It's one of the best produced audiobooks I've ever heard. If you're looking for something a little bit more, say, magical, I unexpectedly fell in love with the Harry Potter series. And I don't usually listen to those kinds of books. And I loved it. And of course, if you haven't yet boarded the Brene Brown bus yet, check out Brene Brown's books, starting with The Gifts of Imperfection, Daring Greatly, Rising Strong, The Power of Vulnerability, and if you're an entrepreneur or leader in any capacity, check out her 2018 book, 
dare to lead. And Brene still is my most wanted guest. So if you know Brene, you would be so kind to make that connection for me. I will be really, really grateful. You know who else I would like to have on the show? You. Click the podcast tab at ADHDrewired.com and then click the Be a Guest button at the top of that page and schedule a 15-minute pre-interview. This is Eric Tibbers reminding you to keep learning, keep growing, and keep connecting. Self-care is not selfish, and no matter what gets done or doesn't get done, at the end of the day, you are still enough. And no matter how hard it feels, we can do hard things. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week.